It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners for tuning in today. I am so very grateful for each one of you. And today, I am just overly excited. I have a returning diva that is going to be with me on a monthly basis. Her name is Beth Lauren Parrish. She is a certified writing instructor and a remote coach of inspired writing. Oh, man. And today, she is going to talk about giving your horses more choices for a ride. And I love horses, so I am overly excited today. Beth, could you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself this morning? Sure. Thank you so much for that introduction, and thanks for having me back, Joyce. You're so welcome. <laughs> well, I, I grew up in New York on Long Island, and I became a horse-crazy girl. Believe it or not, when I was eight years old, my great-uncle passed away, and he was the only one who rode horses. And I decided I wanted to keep it in the family. And my parents knew nothing about horses, and so they said, okay, we'll bring you to a local barn and hopefully she'll just, you know, phase out of that. (laughs) So that did not happen. (laughs) I became obsessed and I started taking lessons at another barn that I fell in love with and it became my home away from home. And from there, I took lots of jumping lessons and then I found a trainer who worked under Ann Gribbins and she was an amazing trainer who taught me dressage between the jumps and I was able to actually ride her at Ventors, and that was a huge privilege. So I rode all the way from eight through high school um, and did some local competitions. And then I went to college and got a degree in international studies and just took riding lessons and did some working student positions along the way. And then once I graduated college, I thought, well, maybe I'll just take the summer off. And I found a job at a summer camp in Maine. And I started teaching beginner riders, and I started understanding my passion could be my career. And I was like, whoa, this is it. So so the beginning few weeks, I was learning how to teach beginners step by step. And by the end of the summer, I was teaching some of the beginning jumping students. And that's where it took off. And I said, okay, I've got to keep doing this. This is my my love. And my parents were laughing, like, what about your international studies degree. I'm like, well, you know, I can relate to humans as well. It'll work. (laughs) You know, a lot of horse trainers are just better with horses and not necessarily humans. But um, Mm -hmm. it's nice to have like both sides of it and be able to support human and horse. So um, yeah, I ended up working in New York City at the Chelsea Piers. I had a blast there. I had 30 steady students. It was amazing to see the Hudson River on one side and the Empire State Building on the other. And Yeah, it was surreal. We had, like, little kids from Fifth Avenue coming with their nannies, and I would, you know, some of them just would get, like, lead line lessons, and some of them would want to ride backwards. 
And <laughs> then we have, you know, the adults that you know were super rich and would want to go on European vacations often, so they came to take lessons to, like, keep up their riding and, and then everything in between and some really fun kids that were just learning and some that were learning uh-huh. to jump. And it was a blast. And that was actually between September 2000 and June 2001. And at that point, I start, started to think I should probably move somewhere where it's warmer because I just did not like the cold. And the timing of that actually worked out so perfectly, unfortunately, because you know what happened in September 2001. So I left New York City, and thank God my immediate family were safe because they were still in New York. Mm -hmm. And um, I was able to move to California, and I worked for a trainer there. And she had me retraining racehorses to become riding horses for jumping, and she gave me the whole beginner program to work with. And that was an amazing and enlightening experience, and yet there were a lot of bumps on the road there, which taught me how to be a better human. So <laughs> there was a lot going on there. And then from there, I had my own riding schools in Southern California, met my husband, speeding it up a little, and then we moved to Texas, lived there about nine years, and then we moved to Atlanta, Georgia. So now I'm here. I've had riding schools for many years, and now I'm principally just teaching remotely. And I have an amazing local student that I work with with her pony, and that's been a lot of fun. So I go there twice a week at least to get myself out of the house. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's kind of like the really, really quick summary of my career. (laughs) Uh Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I just love it because from the very beginning, you have followed your heart and your passion and done what you were led to do. And wow, look where all the places, all the experiences that it has given you during your lifetime. I I just love that. That is just beautiful. It just goes to show when we follow our heart and our passion, what kind of adventures and life it will lead to. Oh, that was, that was beautiful, Beth. I love that. Thank you. Yes, many adventures for sure. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. We will have to do a show on... Uh, uh, take specific adventures and talk about the different adventures in in your life through your following your passion like that. <laughs> I would love to. And I, oh, that would be fun. That would be awesome. Well, on today with talking about giving your horse horse more choices for a ride. Explain to our listeners how you go about giving the horse more choices to enjoy the ride (laughs) well honestly it starts with before you even think about getting your horse ready so for me Mm -hmm. like say in the morning i'm thinking about riding i check in with my pony pepper while i'm feeding Mm -hmm. him breakfast i say hey are you up for a ride and then i get a sense from him either energetically or with his body language usually he's just like yeah sure it's cool or no not really um and it's very subtle but you know we're pretty tuned in so i could feel that so that's usually my first ask. And then my next ask is actually in the house, I tune in energetically, you know, animal communication where I breathe into my heart and I breathe into his heart. And I think about the ride and how what I'd like to do. And then I ask him what he's up for doing. And then usually he'll give me a clear sense. Like today I want to work on big trucks or we should just go wander around the woods or, you know, we should work on some transitions. And he's really specific that way. And then when I actually do those things with him, he really perks up. It's amazing. So that's the second aspect. Then the third is the actual physical aspect. If he walks up to me after I've set up, like, my camera, I like to 
to him a lot. So I'll set up my camera mm-hmm. and I'll get my tack out. And then if he starts to come over to where I usually halter him, that's a very good indication that he's ready. So if I have to go get him in the woods and he gives me a look and then I feel like I'm pulling him away from his buddy, then I'm like, well, maybe he doesn't really want to do this. So I make a choice in that moment. I think, okay, let's see if I can convince him and make it fun for him. And then the next aspect is grooming him and making sure he feels relaxed. And so if he feels relaxed and happy and not fidgety or tense, then I know that's a good sign. And then the latest thing I've been doing, which has been really cool, and it actually worked really well last week, I took off his halter after I groomed him, and so he's completely free. He could just run back into the woods. And then Mm -hmm. he just stands there and waits, and I show him the saddle pad, and he licks his lips and kind of kisses me, and I show him the saddle, and he does the same. And then I saddle him up, and then he puts his head into the bridle. And so that's very clear. Okay, I'm ready to do things. So last week, I've been doing that several times now and then one time I did it he actually ran away from me and I was like whoa that was really clear pepper so I'm like guess I'm not riding and then Indy came over he's like you can play with me and so I just did some tricks with him but what I found out is I was chatting with my other friend who's a communicator and she said he was worried about our safety because it had been raining a lot and our footing was a little bit slippery so he was just saying it's probably not a good idea mom So that's that's the beginning, getting ready. So once they feel good and you've got them tacked up, then we go to the mounting block. And I'm sure I mentioned last time my mounting block ritual. I make sure Pepper feels really relaxed and he's happy to stand at the mounting block. And then I stand there and I send him love and appreciation. I imagine the feeling of the most amazing ride ever. And then from there I say, are you ready? And then he just stands there perfectly and I hop on and he gets a cookie. And he's like, yep, let's go. <laughs> so... So there's all these little little moments that add up to help you feel, okay, my horse is really choosing to do this with me. And then mm-hmm. the next part is anytime I'm ready to do something, I ask, are you ready? And then I can feel whether he is or not. He'll, his energy will pick up or he'll just feel like he's just trying to suck back with the energy or just turn or do something else. Mm-hmm. And what I love is the more you do this, the more your horse realizes, oh, they really do want my opinion. I'm not just a tool to be used. And it's Mm -hmm. it's incredible. I mean, just to show you the difference, when I was a little girl, I used to do everything the trainer told me, including, you know, smack the pony over the fence and, and, you know, that's just what you do. And and I was at a summer camp, and I was really bonded with this pony. actually looked a lot like Pepper, little gray. His (laughs) name was Earl Gray, like the T, Earl Gray (laughs) T. And uh-huh. we, were, uh-huh. we were best buds, and I was riding him all summer long. And we were doing a cross-country schooling, and we got to this one jump that had these big apple trees on either side. And the trainer said, he, he just kept refusing it, and I wasn't able to get over it. And the trainer said, you need to give him a big smack. And I looked at him, I said, I don't want to. He's like, you need to do it. And so I did it. And sure enough, the pony went under the tree. I fell off. And instead of like being a the pony or anything like that, I jumped up and started chasing the trainer <laughs> with my stick. I said, I told you I did not want to beat my pony. <laughs> so, so that little fiery buff, you know, at that age understood that, hey, maybe this isn't the best choice. <laughs> maybe the pony really doesn't want to do this. I should listen. And 
that's the key is like is to be so true to yourself and your intuition and to your horse that outside influences, no matter how much you respect them, will not, mm-hmm. you know, thwart you. So I think that's really important mm-hmm. to remember. Um, so I got a little sidetracked, but <laughs> uh, let's see. A great example. I love that. that so far? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I am just listening so intently and taking notes. I just love it because I'm also thinking of instances with my own horses and oh my, how true this is. I, oh, please keep going on. It is just beautiful okay, so, what you are all saying. <laughs> cool. So yeah, once you're on, so I'm just kind of going through what I do when I ride. So when you first get on, mm-hmm. I equate the warm-up period to be like when you first get out of bed, especially if you're of a certain age, you're not necessarily jumping out of bed ready to run a mile, right? you got to take your time. <laughs> so I always remind my students this, like, hey, just let them warm up how they need to warm up. Like, of course, safety is key, but if you are able to ride them on the buckle and just let them stretch out, uh, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Walk, walk as long as you can. Do lots of walking. Sur- big, soft serpentines are really nice. And then when you are ready to start trotting or jogging, just allow them to do what they need. So a lot of times, you know, it's going to feel a little bit pokey depending on your horse. The key is not to micromanage them right away. You just, like, allow Mm -hmm. them to sort through life um, for the first 20 minutes or so. And then after that, (laughs) you're like, okay, now you're ready to really, really get down to business. So we have to remember that. We want to give them choices, but we also want to invite them to dance in certain ways so that way they're going to be biomechanically sound for us to ride. Because when we ride them, they have to move in a certain way without hurting themselves. So it's really Mm -hmm. important that we have our balance and our focus all the time and create choices that seem really exciting for the horse. So once I say, hey, Pepper, do you want to do some canter transitions? And then we start doing them. He's like, oh, wait, this really feels good in my body. Then the next thing you know, our trot feels so much better and looser because he's opened up. So you have to really Mm -hmm. be mindful of what your horse needs in the moment and then get creative about inviting them. And then if you feel a clear no, like a resistance, then you have to just let them either just have a moment to just chill out or just pick something else you know they're really good at. Or it could be a time where they just say, you've run out of quarters, lady, get off. (laughs) You have to respect that too. So there, there are times where, you know, I feel like that in my life where some days I'm just like, you know what? I I can't look at social media right now. I've got to go just chill out with my pony. Like I'm done. I've run out of quarters for that. So it's like having Mm -hmm. the bandwidth for it, you know? So yeah, that's, basically the idea is you just want to keep playing with it, experimenting with it, inviting them to dance and noticing where they say no, where they say maybe, or where they say, of course. So, and it just depends on every horse and rider. And it's just really fun to keep playing with all the possibilities. Right. So there Uh, you go. That's my uh, idea of choices in your ride. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. That was just beautiful. That was so awesome. And how you said, too, you got every horse, every rider is different. I mean, even each rider getting on the same horse, it responds differently because the feel, the the balance, the energy flows that are coming between them. I mean, I see that so much between my husband and I. I mean, my horses respond totally different to me than they will to him. And it is it is just amazing. One little instance was I went to get, I have three of them together and always bring one out for the night. 
because he eats a lot faster. And he follows me right to the gate. I mean, all I have to say is, okay, bae, let's, it's time to go. Let's go to your pen to get your supper. And he follows me to the gate. Well, my husband said, I'm going to go get him tonight. Well, he far from followed him to the gate. He pretty much went the opposite <laughs> direction. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> total difference. I mean, it's, I really, do you feel it's a lot the energy that's coming off of the person and going to the horse? They, I mean, they know our feelings before we ever get to them. So do you feel a lot of it comes through the energy that's being generated from each other? Oh, absolutely. They're so tuned in and they know exactly what your intentions are just from your energy. You don't even have to say anything. So that's why it's critical to tune in with yourself and your own intuition first. That's why I developed my companion journal for inspired riders. You basically, you sit down and you ask your inner guidance, what do I need right now? You know, to feel my best. And you just take that moment. And then if you don't feel right, it's, it's totally fine to not ride or, or just go hang out with them. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. the key to remember. Like th- there's um, it will do your horse way better if you honor how you're feeling and also to say out loud how you're feeling because they need to know that you're congruent from inside and out. So if you're faking it, like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. But really, you know, an argument with someone just really pissed you off. <laughs> you know, you've got to mm-hmm. just honor that and go, you know what, I'm just not doing it. I need to go run or something on the treadmill. <laughs> yes. And yes. come back to it when you feel better. So they they know how you're feeling, and they would rather you just say it out loud to clear the air. I had that once with mm-hmm. a pony, my local pony that I work with, she um she's so sweet and so kind and I just I don't remember what happened but I was just not oh yeah it was something with my website had been hacked years last year <laughs> I was so frustrated and I'm like I don't even know if I should ride so when I got to her I, I was walking her to the arena I'm like listen Velvet I do not feel good today I had a lot going on physically I'm okay but mentally I'm a little bit of a mess so I just wanted to let you know and I'm going to go easy uh-huh. with you and you just tell me if this is not okay and she was like I got you <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet. That was so sweet. Oh, I love it. She yeah. was probably saying, I knew that before you ever told me, but thank you for saying it out loud to let me, to share it with me. So, because exactly. I totally feel they know exactly how we are feeling. So, you might as well express it to them because they know anyway. <laughs> yeah, and so. then it, helps, it helps you to say it out loud, you know, even if you just whisper it to them. But, it just helps yes. let it clear the air, you know, Yes, for sure. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. I've found that out so much because if I tell them how I'm feeling, it's like they're going, okay, now you're being totally honest with us. We knew that, but now you're you're being honest with yourself and to us. And that is, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's all and they want. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what they want. they want. They are honest with us, so they want us to be honest with them is how I feel. And I love how you go through the steps of like getting yourself ready and then talking to them and watching how they respond to you to see if they are if they are up to a ride today or what what part of it they want to be involved in. So that is you're tuning in to what they're feeling also and I love that. That is beautiful. Yes. Thank you. It's so important. And people forget that. They just think, oh, my horse is 
was great yesterday. He'll be great today. It's like, not necessarily. <laughs> so right, right. You have to just remember every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment. And you just have to enjoy that process. It's it's just amazing to be alive and to interact with these beings. Oh, it is. Uh, I totally second that. They are such majestic animals, and they bring so much into our lives if we just open up and let them bring it into our lives. Totally. I just I just love that. Oh, that is neat. Well, I I love too. I was watching you do figure eights with your on your Facebook page. And that was so neat cuz you were telling Pepper your horse exactly the curves, the turns and a long trot and bring it down and he was just responding so well. I mean, it was like you two, like you always say, dance with your horse. And I could just see it because you two were just so much in rhythm together. And I just loved how you talked to him like that. That was just beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I really adore that pony. And he does so much for me. And I, I feel like I'm every day I'm trying to do something different to make myself better for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you could, I mean, you could just see it. He was enjoying it as much as you were because he you two were just together. You were very connected, and I loved that. That was very, very good. I recommend people to watch that because that was really good. And then, oh, yes. when and I if think anyone's of, wondering, that would be um, uh-huh. you can join my group on Facebook, and it's Inspired Riders. So you can okay. look that up, and then you can join because that's where I post it. I usually post uh, those kind of videos in the group, so the group gets like uh-huh. exclusive views on my little videos. <laughs> Oh, well, they are awesome. I recommend anyone that loves horses and wants to learn more, that's a great place to connect into because I just love watching them. They're incredible. (laughs) Thank you so much. You are so welcome. And speaking about Pepper, I believe he has a birthday today. (laughs) He does. And full confession, I just created this birthday because we didn't know. So when I got him Uh last February... Uh, March, I just thought, he seems like a Taurus. I know it's the spring, so we're going to make it May 17th. So <laughs> that was my oh. random thought. Uh, <laughs> so oh, I had awesome. posted about wondering what I should do to celebrate his special day. Uh-huh. And someone on, I think it was Instagram, mentioned that I should do a pony safe cake. And I thought, oh, that could be fun. So... <laughs> I started looking up recipes, and I didn't like any of them because they had a lot of sugar and molasses and such. And I'm like, well, I'll just make up something. So I just started grabbing all the things that we had, which was, you know, his regular oats, which is a crypto arrow. I had a couple of carrots. I had a banana. And I had these little flax cookies, and they're just flax. So I know when you put flax in water, it helps create a sticky thing. So I just let it soak for a while and figured that hopefully that with the banana would make it bind to create some kind of cake. <laughs> that was my random thought. So I just literally threw it together, uh, stuck it in the oven for like 20 minutes at 325, and I put all these little letter peas out of um, carrots <laughs> to make it look really festive. And he loved it. <laughs> he was like, oh, yes, we need to do this every day, Mom. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. It it was totally adorable because it was so cute. You, that one I really recommend you watch, too, because it is just, I, it, was, it made my morning watching how 
they just, Pepper was so appreciative of her bringing that cake to him. And he just was like, wow, this is good. (laughs) That is silly me. Well, and that is really interesting because you and Pepper have only been together then just a little over a year. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. He he and I are are kindred spirits for sure. uh Uh-huh. I would say that. Did you feel, that's what I was going to be my next question. Did you feel that the moment you met Pepper, that there was a bond there? I felt it the moment I saw his photo on the sales page. I went, oh. And I showed it to my husband, and he was a lot more expensive than we were planning on spending. And he's like, well, let's go look at them. <laughs> I was like, yay. <laughs> and as soon as I met him, I was so happy that he was so steady for me and I could feel like he wanted to do things. And the owner um, was too tall to ride him. So, and her daughter had outgrown him as well. So she was looking for a permanent home for him. And she said several other youngsters, little kids wanted to buy him, but she really liked the idea that I would not outgrow him. And she liked the way I rode him. So that was like a real nice compliment. Cause I'm like, you have other people interested and she actually did, but she chose me. So I was, like, really, really uh-huh. relieved and happy. <laughs> oh, but, oh um, that is. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And when I when I tuned in with him the night before he was going to come to our home to let him know he's going to get in the trailer and meet my horses and everything, mm-hmm. he told me that my heart horses that had passed away had actually contacted him and let him know that he was going to be my pony. Oh, so that yeah. was pretty huge for me because – yeah, they're 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 amazing souls, and I and I still talk to them, and they they come in through songs and such. So it's it's pretty amazing. So I really feel like the combination of those two are are inside of him as well. Oh yes, yes, I would definitely say so too. Oh no wonder you call it a kindred spirit between you and Pepper. Oh that that is magnificent, and I love how it also shows how good you are at being a remote coach because you felt that through just seeing his picture on the sale and you felt felt that spirit that in an energy so that goes to show how good you are at being a remote coach because you can feel oh, things through the pictures i love that that was a very good explanation too to bring bring in how that works oh wow i love how you Thank you. Oh, that is a beautiful story. You are so welcome. Wow. I had a feeling that there was a bond there. It's just very interesting. It's And it sounds to me like Pepper picked you before you even knew you were going to pick him. It was really cool when we first met. He actually started sniffing my belly, like my whole essence. It was so interesting. You could see him, like, sniffing and investigating. I was like, this is cool. And then he did the same to my husband. He was like, yeah, you guys are cool. Oh, <laughs> but what, what oh. was interesting is like they had a little girl warming him up for me so I could watch him move, and then they brought him up to the mounting block for me to get on, and I and I said, nope, time out. I need to hand walk him around and get to know him. I'm not just gonna hop on this pony. And yeah. that's when we walked around, and I was able to do like really little tiny adjustments as we walked, and just kind of talk to him and mm-hmm. let him know what I was there for and everything. He was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. You can get on me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, oh, how beautiful. Oh, you from the very moment gave him choices for the ride. Just yes. exactly what your topic was today. Oh, absolutely beautiful. 
Well, Beth, this interview has gone so quickly. I am just, right? oh, I just had so much fun. This was a blast. Me too. You Thank you. Have, oh, you're so welcome. Do you have some final tips you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Always the same. I'm like a recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust your intuition. Listen to your horse. When in doubt, slow down, breathe, soften, and enjoy your moments with your horse as much as possible. And if you would like to know more, just check out my website, inspiredriding.com. And I always say, may the horse be with you, always. Oh, beautiful. Oh, I love them tips. They're they're refreshing words every time I hear them. I just love it. (laughs) Thank you. You are very welcome, Beth, and I want to thank you so much for being my guest. This was a lot of fun, and let our listeners know that uh, to tune in in June because you will be sharing some more of your wonderful knowledge about uh, inspired writing and about the horses. Oh, it'll be exciting. Thank you so much, Beth. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for being an amazing host. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, listeners, please share this wonderful show from our amazing diva, Beth Lauren Parrish, with all of your family and friends. And be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a big extra hug and share all your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.